Glory, glory, glory. Well, this has been a really fun day. <laughs> Glorious day of great glory. And the glory. With the angel of glory. The angel of Shekinah. Amen. <laughs> Say hi, mom. You can just write hi, mom, in the comments. How hey, to mom. reprogram your sims. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was talking Sim to... City. Hallelujah. Basically, yeah. We're going from... Sin city to a heavenly Sims <laughs> city. Now, I was talking to the angel of Shekinah today. And uh, it's been really wonderful in the glory. Hello. All right. And uh, the angel of Shekinah has been Shekan upon us. <laughs> and so that's been really wonderful to be Shekan upon by the angel of Shekinah in the Shekinah glory, and say that five times fast. But I was talking to the angel of Shekinah today, and uh, this was the explanation. We're living like Sims people. We're like little Sims people, because I was asking the angel of Shekinah, the Holy Spirit, Heavenly Jerusalem, our mother, the final hay of the Tetragrammaton, the Divine Presence, the manifestation of the person of the angel of Shekinah. How is it that you you see and you hear all of our thoughts all the time and you're just God in general and you do all these things? How does that work? <laughs> and the funniest thing that uh, she showed me was a picture of Sims. You're like, you're basically like little Sims people. <laughs> And I guess that's just the best way for me to understand in this season of my life. And so I started Googling about the Sims and I was like, oh my goodness, it's true. You know how they are. I don't know if you've played Sims, maybe you haven't. It was really popular uh, when I was younger, one of my girlfriends uh, had that game. And I like to go over to her house and eat Triscuits and play Sims. And we like to get the cheat codes, right? unlimited money <laughs> and here's the problem even if you give regular sims unlimited money they still mess everything up and so you have to find a way to make them better sims so they don't destroy their lives even with the cheat codes and so we're learning you're like oh right awesome we got the cheat code our sims have unlimited wealth and then the one is literally lighting herself on fire trying to cook burgers and you have to tell her to jump in the pool to save her life. And you're just like, what is wrong? <laughs> Why can't you just get it together? There's some problems, right? So it's the programming. Now, when the angel Shekinah was showing me the thoughts in the Sims games, the different versions of them, they have little thought bubbles. They have general traits and typical kind of thoughts and patterns and it's programming so some of their behaviors may not make any sense but it's a part of their behavioral traits and emotions and reactions and typical things they like to talk about it's kind of the same things there's some change there's some development but overall it's just a sims life there's not a whole lot of shekinah going on in a sims life unless you realize the glory Right? So, we have a couple of examples here for you from a real Sims game. 
Just so we can kind of get the idea. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm shocked by it all, too. <laughs> wow. Let's Look see. At all this. Look at what the Sims typically talk about. This is from a real Sims game. Talk about the sunny weather. These are the options when you're interacting with other Sims that you can talk about. You can click on this one, small talk. Sometimes that one's kind of painful. Which one? We'll just click bye. <laughs> uh, enthuse about guitar solos. Do you want to read some of them? Tell a group story. <laughs> Complain about the weather. Flatter. Flatter. <laughs> you can tell us how cool our sunglasses are. <laughs> Ask about career. And enthuse about new albums. <laughs> enthuse about guitar solos. <laughs> That's just the Nefesh life. The Nefesh life is a Sims life. Amen. Wow. <laughs> and so this is, and it makes so much sense. This is kind of how I view interaction with humanity. It's just whatever the bubbles are. It's you just, anywhere you go, good weather, complain about weather, small talk, you know, Career talk, and our favorite in the top left corner is the pizza thought bubble. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Okay, so. Well, it's really overwhelming. The lightheartedness just ransacked all of the drama of Frontline's <laughs> warfare of the day. And it just, it's so intense. The lightheartedness is, is like a baptism <laughs> right now. <laughs> And we want to live. We want you to live your best Sims life, but in the glory. Amen. One of them I didn't include in here was a bubble that says, "Ask to be your woohoo partner." And I think the adults may understand what that means. On the, so we didn't include that option. Amen. Because we're killing that option of Black Netza today. In Jesus' name. Woohoo! Like Wuhan laboratories <laughs> in China. Destroying the COVID-19. Amen. Amen. It's really fun. So we have some new options. But before we get to our new Sims options, these are not bad options. But we want to expand our glory vocabulary and our glorified Sims personality. So even if we get the downloads, the cheat codes for unlimited wealth, we don't burn down the house or our own bodies. Amen. Amen. Somebody say amen. 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 So how are you going to reprogram your Sims? This is what the angel kind of told me. You're all basically living like Sims, but what's wrong? The coding, the programming. It's just a programming error. What is it? Sin. Sin, darkness, deep darkness on the people. But there is hope for you. And I wanted to share this with you guys because this is what helps me get through Torah study. When you go to study the Torah and you don't feel like it's fun, you don't feel the anointing, you just don't feel, you're not feeling it in general. This is what I remind myself. I do this very frequently. This is my programming time. Insert program and then continue and force your eyes and your ears onto it and that's it. It's a, it's a, I'm just, if you are a technician, even if you are, let's say, you work at a computer store. There's an error. It might be there's a bug, right? So that's what the sin is. You have the bugs in the system, right? The demonic influence, the lies, the flies, the bugs. So you need to run a, debr a debugging program for your mind. Because when there are lies that are believed, if you don't know what the lie is, 
or if you're not understanding that you're believing it, you're going to have problems. So the way to bypass that is to run a, debro a debugging program, which is funny because I... <laughs> yes, Lord. Yeah, it's a debugging Make program. Start. <laughs> Press the start button right now. Yes, load and it start up. Start the debugging program <laughs> in our spirits, souls, minds, and bodies. Come on. Amen. Bam. And so as I'm watching this, I saw pictures of um, in my mind screen as the angel Shekinah is showing me how we walk around like little Sims all over the earth, and they're just like little thought bubbles, like the pizza bubble. I saw that one, or like the I want to talk to somebody, or all the little options that we have, or a desire. There's like a little doggy one that on is the sticker pack. They have an iOS sticker pack, so if you want to have fun with that, you can definitely download that. I found that online. And uh, <laughs> so hopefully we'll see some of those soon from you guys. And the lightheartedness is whacking me so hard. <laughs> Are you guys feeling that? It's just so lighthearted. It's it's lighthearted and it's lightheaded. <laughs> Not just lighthearted only, but there's a lightheadedness to get the light of Jesus in our heads. <laughs> to get all the cares and worries and warfares <laughs> and dramas of our life and how bad the enemy hates us, but how much Jesus loves us is so much better. Just floods our minds and our hearts with light and makes everything all right. Amen. And if you can go ahead and just take a moment to share uh, share the live, uh, share it on your social media. Just click on the share button and just take a moment and share. So your friends can also get the debugging program. Amen. Because you know we need it. So... With those, with those thoughts, with that program, someone is eating pizza right now in the comments. Amen. You see? Rayma, There it is. So what happens is when you decide to sit down and put the word of God into your eyes and ears, Enoch, uh, it could be any of the recommended reading that we have in RLM, but specifically the Bible, the word of God, it's literally programming. It's alive and active. What it does is even if you don't understand or have all the revelations, you have no idea what's going on, doesn't matter. The word of God. Do you believe in the power, which is Oz, the might? Do you believe in the Oz of Torah? Do you believe in the might? That's a Hebrew word that means strength, might. It represents Gevra. Do you believe in the Gevra of Torah? Is the Gevra of Torah stronger than our problems? Is it stronger than the bugs in my system? Maybe we're that one sim that no matter how good of life you give them a mansion, they're just burning it all down <laughs> because they don't function correctly. And that's a problem. We don't function the way that we ought to because we don't have the right programming. Amen. So we're going to 2.0. And then so we have these options. And when you put the word of God in, when you soak in the presence of God, when you read the word of God, when you get to know the angel of Shekinah and we run that program, you're going to have something that looks a little bit more like this. Oh, yeah. But there's still pizza there, though. Oh, yeah. Pizza remains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, heaven and earth will pass away, but the, the pizza, pizza will, will remain, remain forever. Amen. That is a good doctrine. Silver, golden, <laughs> gemstone, pizza. Amen. Pizza represents also... Uh, in prophetic language, the transfiguration of the flesh. When you refine seven times into <laughs> pure pizza, then you get the inheritors right. Amen. And at that point, you won't even gain any weight. Hallelujah. So let's start with our first one over here. What does that say? It's always sunny in heaven. <laughs> mm, it's true. It's always. Amen. 
study Torah, mm. learn to love. What else do we have here? What's mm, the scooter rides? Definitely. Very blissful. I like this one. Enthuse about the glory. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> are yes. you a glory enthusiast? If you are, please type in the comments. I'm a glory enthusiast. You should be obsessed with the Shekinah glory because that's the Holy Spirit, your God. Amen. 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 Enthuse about summer camp. It's been a scorcher this summer. It's been best summer of glory ever. Oh, I have a, I've got a word oh. about summer camp. Oh, man. I was asking, because the Angel of Shekinah, we had a warning about, like, it was like a week or so. Sometime this last week, we had a warning. the One of the warning GTs about potentially losing or selling the summer camp this year. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, what, what do we have to do? What is what is summer camp anyway, first of all? Never take for granted that you... Un never take for granted about understanding. Like, people just think they know what worship is because they've been doing something they call worship. People think they know what praise is, and they just take it for granted because they think they know what praise is. One of the best things that ever happened to me was realizing on my walk, I didn't know the gospel. I didn't really know what praise was. I have no idea what worship is. Humility to mm -hmm. stay a, like a child learning from your Heavenly Father and new things every day. Not in the stale oldness, but in the fresh newness. Amen. Amen. We've got a couple of glory enthusiasts actually watching live right now. Yeah, we Amazing. have to come out of being know-it-alls to being yeah. children that are teachable mm -hmm. and just empty your head and let the Holy Spirit, your God, fill your heart with fresh glory. And then it will just renew your mind and heaven just flows through you and corrects the things around you. You still have to go mm -hmm. through stuff, but at least you'll have heaven in you coming mm -hmm. through you to deal with it. So there's always another side. There's always brighter glory after you go through it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I found on my journey since I admitted to the Lord, like, I actually don't even really know what praise is. I started to get, you know, tipped off to this by realizing that all the charismatic kind of hoopla happening. I was like, I don't think that's it. Because nothing's happening or it's not happening like it says in the word of God. Partly. But there, there's, it's not it. I, I, I don't think that's it. Otherwise, it would have already happened when everyone's waiting to happen. Something more would come. It just, I can't believe that's it. it, it there's, it's, it's not working. So where is the actual praise? And then you come to find out in the rabbinical, liter rabbinical literature and study of Torah mm -hmm. that there is no valid praise unless you go to that bottom, middle, engage in Torah. It's our new, one of our heavenly options. Yes. Sims 2.0. Amen. Some people don't know what Torah is. We, we come out of such a English-American Christianity. Torah sounds like Judaism. Sounds scary. Listen, to <laughs> Torah is equally New Testament as it is Old Testament. I mean, think about Jesus as the Torah of the Father, right? He is mm -hmm. the Torah of the Father. Engaging in Torah is truly engaging with Jesus, the Word of God. Amen. From Genesis to Revelation and Enoch and inspired words from the prophets and apostles, all of it is engaging with Jesus, right? You want to engage with Jesus? How do we engage with Jesus? Mostly through Torah. Yeah. So unless a person knows how to eat the daily bread, which is eat the word of God, 
heaven doesn't really have much else for you.、Mm-hmm. And so we're a lot of us are malnourished because we never learned how to eat right for our blood type to live in the heavenly light. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Glory.、You、gotta eat the daily bread. Engage in Torah. Amen. That's such a good option to have on our little new bubbles with our debugging program in place here, so we can be better Sims in this in this life. We can be better human creatures, living creatures who serve the throne of God, and not the throne of our own ruah or own nefesh or any demon gods who have may have settled around there.、Mm-hmm. Amen. We're uprooting those things by engaging in Torah, and that's how you can have sustainable. Deliverance through building up your spirit by feasting on the Word of God. That's why you don't see us just, you know, doing traditional church age deliverances. We don't get on Zoom and start casting it out of people and recording the flailing about for views, right? We don't do that. This is about sustainable, long term deliverance where you can maintain your deliverance, and it's not just. Oh, it came back seven times worse, and drive out again, and you have a problem again. How yeah, do you maintain? Because if you're religious, they'll always come and go throughout your whole、right. life. So what the apostle Rebecca is saying is that you stay delivered by maintaining the freedom of Torah in your spirit and in your renewed mind, so they don't come and go in your body. You know, like a、mm-hmm. a temple of demons that、mm-hmm. kind of come and go, and it's like familiar spirits every season, same. Drama, same problems, but there is a progressive resurrection—the resurrection in the life to raise you up out of anything—and you can only do that by being anchored in the Word of God. So, if you're not engaging in Torah, there's no chance of resurrection. It it will take the Word of God to maintain every level of freedom, abundant life, Shekinah glory. Even knowledge, wisdom, and all of the revelations you ever get、mm-hmm. will come through the package of the written word of God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's so good. Just more and more reasons to engage in Torah with all your senses and with all your enthusiasm. Right? You want to do it with enthusiasm to get the breakthrough. And again, when you're getting delivered, when you're getting deliverance, right? We practice self-deliverance daily. It's part of our military training, but you do it progressively. As you build up your spirit, that way, when your spirit grows up into that place, it's filled. It's filled with Shekinah glory together, your spirit and the Holy Spirit, filling that place, filling that part of you, so that it's not just an empty home swept clean, and then the demon, you know, as it's written, grabs seven worse than itself and goes back. But if it's filled, if you're filled with Torah, and you learn how to eat. Not just put it in your brain, but let it go through your brain, let it go down, cut through your heart, and go right into your spirit, right into your ruah, and you grow your ruah, and you fill that temple with the word of God, with praise and worship, and the singing is great too. What that means is just the praise is only going to have a foundation as you engage in the word of God, and you're God inside minded. Amen. So we're talking about the programming. The angel of Shekinah showed us all these little typical habits, traits. Even in the study of psychology, they will tell you at every university in the USA, in any first world nation, that the typical mind of a human being has the same thoughts 
it's a limited number. It varies slightly person to person based on, you know, genetics or, you know, whatever other factors. But it's very similar. And all it does is it loops around for the day. That's why with marketing, they market a certain way. With popular songs, they make them a certain way on purpose to get stuck on loop in your brain. So like the hook, a chorus of a song. Oh, cool. Yeah, sounds nice. But the word that goes in there, all your mind, all your nefesh knows how to do is loop it around. And then you notice you're walking somewhere and you just say, oh, that song's stuck in my head. Have you ever had a, uh, an advertisement jingle stuck in your head? Right? Like the Menards jingle. That one used to bother me so much. <laughs> how did that get in there? You know, you go out and about, you hear things, and they create them a certain way to get stuck on loop. What else is on that loop? It's usually things like uh, the biggest pain points of betrayal in your life will be on loop. I can't believe this happened to me. If this only didn't happen, if, why did that happen? If that hell only not happened, I would have been off so much better. Like I could have been... Black Malkut's thorns and thistles. Mm -hmm. We got to go into the promised land. Amen. All that stuff's got to burn out of our lives. Mm -hmm. We can't be surrounded by hell anymore. God's going to separate us mm -hmm. from all of that to live in heaven. Amen. So everyone, every sim on the earth or every person, Nefesh, Nefesh with a Ruah even, that's why it looks like this. Because everyone's struggling with those things on loop that they tell themselves they worry about. They have anxiety on loop. They have all these things, but it's not it's not socially acceptable to, to talk about most of those things going on inside of you. So that's why they stick to the small talk, the weather, positive things about the weather, complain about the weather, telling stories, mm. other things, things that Sims like to talk about. Literally. This game is talking about like everything. Breaking the hypnotism on the human mind to live in the Shekinah glory in the fullness of Jesus Christ's resurrection life. Bam. Amen. <laughs> so you just need better programming. You can have a brand new mind, the mind of Christ. You can have fresh deliverance in the word of God. Right? The bread, the word of God, your deliverance. My deliverance, daily deliverance, by feasting on what God is speaking to us about today. So we got all this stuff going on. Testimonies of Shekinah, grateful to live in the glory, mm -hmm. speaking the truth, engaging in <laughs> These Torah, are great. These are much better, aren't enthusiastic they? Enthusiastic about summer camp. I mean, this, yeah, this is the resurrection life right here. Amen. Enthused Amen. about the glory, the increase of Shekinah, the brightness of his presence intensifying. Mm -hmm. By the word of God, circumcising more of our hearts and minds and our feelings and our emotions and our consciousness each day to be cleaner and purer and more sparkly. Mm. I mean, this sounds like walking back to God the Father's throne mm -hmm. through sapphire stones. Amen. And I just remembered I left off something about not only not knowing what praise and worship was, but I was asking the angel of Shekinah, what is summer camp anyway, by the way? You know, if that's, you know, if that's something on the edge or that's something that you want to do, which clearly you want to do, otherwise you wouldn't keep telling us about it. What is summer camp? Mm. Let me know. What, what does that mean? It's summer. We're in glory. And I had a sign and wonder today about summer camp in Florida as well. Um, we were scootering today and I saw a sign. I'll tell you the sign and wonder here in just a minute. But 
before that, I asked about what was what is summer camp. Like around that time, I was like, what is, what is summer camp? What makes summer camp summer camp? Obviously, there's the camp glory, um, the Ruth Heflin. I and I I'm trying to understand Holy Spirit of Shekinah glory. What are you trying to communicate to us? It's not that you're a bad communicator. It's just we're part way through our Sims programming, and this diamond crystal is not quite clear all the way yet. I get a lot of the messages, but I don't get all the messages, okay? I'm just going to be honest. We get most of the messages. And you know the enemy is always attacking They're everyone's always trying. minds. Yeah. And we kind of fully armor up. Mm -hmm. Just some days like today, uh, it was so intense. I just yeah. had to soak for a long time. Yeah. And the soaking brought the upper garden of Eden like rivers oh. through the heart and the mind. And wow, I began to get ministered to by Apostle John and uh, Holy Ghost, Elijah and the Shekinah of God and the angel of Shekinah in the heavenly Jerusalem. And, and the Lord began to speak through his cloud of witnesses to me about the seal of the mother Jerusalem mm. and it's written in Galatians that your true mother above is Jerusalem now we've all read that a thousand times your mother above is Jerusalem but it's the seal of the book of Revelation so the apostles had an oral tradition that's not written in the word because both Paul and John talk about it you know, let's talk about it. This is a testimony of Shekinah right now. Amen. Which is one of our little new bubbles. Yeah, we need to testify about what the angel of Shekinah, yeah. Cosmic Holy Spirit, is doing today <laughs> because it was so significant. And he showed me how you can have peace and prosperity in this world. This world was created for God and his sons and daughters mm -hmm. to live in heaven and in enjoy each other in it in the fullness of his light, walking with the Father in the coolness of the day. It's the purpose of creation. Well, man fell, woman fell, angel fell, and it's been a big mess, but we have a Messiah. And the Messiah really has saved us a lot more than we understand. A lot of us have mixture with hell in the earth dimension, in the heavenly dimensions, in the principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, and spiritual wickedness in the heavenly dimension and those realms are interfering in our above heavenly Jerusalem and our below earthly Jerusalem and so what the Lord was saying is there is a refuge city not a cave this isn't prophets hiding in caves anymore yeah no more of that this is dwelling inside the impenetrable walls of our mother above and if your mother above is the heavenly Jerusalem the angel of Shekinah cosmic holy spirit you can live in the garden of eden in this life and not be touched by the sinners i'm telling you now and not be touched by the devil or the thieves you can so store up your treasures in heaven that it's on earth as it is in heaven now messiah has made a way for that to be possible and that's truly what we be begin to build at the end of the age is an impenetrable fortress of a gigantic kingdom of heavenly Jerusalem that the enemy can't enter. Where the enemy cannot break in and steal. As it's written, kings will bring all their wealth into Zion. 
and nations shall stream into heavenly Jerusalem. Nations shall come in to the angel of Shekinah. They're going to come into the walls of the apostolic building and be protected and prospered and serve God in his glory. And it's not so much as it physically being built. So it's like, well, I'm going inside that building next door. It's a spiritual reality that you enter by faith and that it materializes the Shekinah glory out of the eternal invisible dimension. And you can see its power working in the visible realm all the time. It's the perfecting of faith is living in heavenly Jerusalem as your heavenly mother, your mother above. And that's a seal in your forehead. So it's something your mind is renewed to. The warfare today was so horrendous for me. And the only peace I got is when I began to, to soak. And it was like the most peace I'd ever experienced in my life. And the ministry of the angels was incredible. And God is training me and teaching me how to live sealed in Mother Jerusalem in your forehead in the lower world of earth where your body is, Malkut of Isaiah, and in all the upper worlds above. And so there's no, no gate, no entry point where the enemy can break in or steal. It's all just perfectly built like the walls of heavenly Jerusalem. This is the work of faith and all the fruitfulness of the Spirit, all the engaging of Torah. When you engage in Torah, this is what gets built up. The foundations, the walls, the covering silver dome, the impenetrable, impenetrable Isaiah chapter 4 silver dome that cannot be penetrated by hate or any kind of darkness whatsoever. If you read the scriptures in Isaiah 4, it's like a dome over the heavenly Jerusalem. It is a fortress of Shekinah glory. It's like being inside the gemstones of all the truth of the Messiah's Torah working inside you and manifesting outside you. So I can see now... Uh, a taste, not perfectly, but a taste definitely of what the Lord desires to build for the nations to stream into heavenly Jerusalem and how to get sealed in your forehead with mother Jerusalem. Why mother? Because it's how you know the Holy Spirit as mature sons of God. Mature sons of God, mature sons of Yadevave, know the Holy Spirit as mother Jerusalem, angel of Shekinah. And it becomes an impenetrable fortress and not just a, a tight you know, crawl space, not just a wormhole, not just a tiny little uh, eye of the needle where you can, no, it expands and becomes a city. It becomes a huge, wide open space of comfort and refuge from all the demonic and all the sinners and all the sins of the world. And it will even have its own economy that's not based on the sorcerers of unholy Torah or the sorcerers of false Torah and the sorcerers of the wicked clippeth. All of that demonic lies will be completely outside Mother Jerusalem and those that are sealed in their foreheads who have the, the mark of heavenly Jerusalem. They will dwell inside her and nothing can by any means touch them. It's the fullness of Psalms 91 
And I also see today how it's an economy unto itself. And everything outside of that economy will have no wealth. The wealth transfer comes only into Mother Jerusalem, Angel of Shekinah, and those that are fully sealed in her living in that city. Amen. Amen. That's right, because it's always sunny in heaven. Amen. It's beautiful. That's just what the Lord's teaching me today. How to live in Mother Jerusalem. And it's a person. It's like a living city. The city Mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit. It's the city Mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit's glory. And inside the city of the Holy Spirit's glory Mm -hmm. is the throne of the Lamb and the throne of the Father. And when we begin to live in it, it's because we have a throne in that city as well. Amen. It's called the world of Berea, which is represented in Bina. Bina emanates in Berea. So it's very uh, it's very common to have these kinds of revelations. When you go into Berea, you begin to know mother. What does Bina represent? It represents mother. That's one of the... Um, one of the names of Bina is mother. Absolute represents Hakman, that represents the father. So you know as father and mother. So in the world of Berea, that's Bina and that's Shekinah above, right? You get to know Shekinah below. And then as you go up through the sun, you get to know Shekinah above, which is heavenly Jerusalem. Another thing that's so interesting about my experiences today with heaven and the warfare against hell, even in the cosmic coliseum, because there was a lot of coliseum cosmic warfare as well, and dealing with all kinds of stuff like I posted on Facebook and just wrestling this stuff and feeling it out. And Apostle Paul says, I heard utterances that cannot be spoken in words. So when he was raptured, And he was taken into heaven and he came back out of these experiences. He explains that so much of it cannot be even spoken. And so as I'm trying to tell you these things and I'm I'm having third heaven experiences today. Six week third heaven garden of Eden, upper garden of Eden, throne room experiences today. Of the greatest peace in certain realms. And I, I come out of that realm to just face the world to do ministry do broadcasts and i'm I'm, out here i'm only limited to explain maybe one percent of what i experienced Mm -hmm. you just can't and so i believe the whole realm that we experience today is in this message tonight Amen. The lightheartedness, how to have peace in the midst of the storm, how to switch from the programming of mm-hmm. the sim life into the glory life. Amen. <laughs> yeah. How to live in carefree inside heavenly Jerusalem. Carefree. Carefree. Isn't that a song? Oh, yeah, the summer camp. That's what the angel of Shekinah told me about the summer camp. Because I asked, I said, I'm going to be honest, I don't know what it is summer camp. I'm not going to assume that I know. What is summer camp? Because if this is something that we're on the verge of possibly not having, but you want us to have, that's kind of devastating. So I, I want to have summer camp, but you can't have it if you don't know what it is, right? You, you might think you have summer camp, but you don't. You might think you have praise and worship, but you don't. And uh, so there's so many things we always tend to assume as Christians, especially glory stream Christians, 
we tend to assume that we already know. And that's the word. It's like, why? Why do we, when we assume that we understand, we assume that we know, there's no room for Bina, which means there's no room for the mother. When we, because Bina means understanding. Lean not on your own understanding. So you're like, oh yeah, I know. Obviously we have this. Obviously we have that. Then there's no room for your mother. Well, that's kind of a problem because the angel of Shekinah is your heavenly mother, Jerusalem. So if there's no room for the Shekinah, you did not make room for the glory. How do you make room for the glory? Trash your own understanding. Download the new program with engaging in Torah and make room for the glory. And everyone that leans on their own understanding, you can tell, has all that haywired witchcraft. And they're under Jezebel's tower. It's even worse than the programs we've shown today. They, they can't even like pagans constantly. Look, it gets so bad, it breaks this program. They can't even do engage in small talk. They can't even be talking about how good the weather is. It's just they hate everything. A lot of them too. They just talk mm -hmm. forever about nothing, and it's all hollow words. And you, a lot of those words are filled with Jezebel's mm -hmm. tower. And you can't even enthuse about guitar solos. They get angry about guitar solos. You can't even enthuse about new albums with the regular Nefesh and running Sims 1.0 programming because they just attack and weep and gnash their teeth at literally even pizza, right? You can't even give them a compliment. You can't give, they can't even give anybody a compliment because they're all jealous of what everybody else has. You I've can't. Got an attitude that's in you that's in Christ Jesus that is so strong in celestial Shekinah, heavenly Jerusalem. Mm that these gemstones, like the ephod of the high mm -hmm. priest, but it's like the ephod of a whole city. See, in the Old Testament, it was the ephod of a high priest. Now mm -hmm. it's like a whole city, and you live inside a whole city of the ephod of the heart of Jesus, emanating Shekinah in all directions, and your body has freedom to move in it. That's living within the sheep field, the sheep mm -hmm. pen, the pasture land of the great shepherd. It's living inside the gemstones of heavenly Jerusalem. Each gemstone is a container of revelations that are living, active, and energized and working in heaven and earth. And by those revelations that came out of the Father's heart, that's what holds the worlds together, all ten of them. Hebrews, 10, uh, Hebrews 1 verse 2, God created the worlds and uh, arranged them in order. And they're created and arranged in order by... Mm -hmm the gemstone truths of the Father's heart. It's the fiery coals, the fiery stones of God the Father. He's building with living stones. A revelation is an encampment of Shekinah that your spirit man has believed. As a born-again Christian, you're born of spirit and water. You're a new creature in Christ. And that begins to manifest the very genetics of the Father. You could call the genetics of the Father Shekinah. The genetics of the Torah of the Father is the Shekinah glory. So going mm -hmm. from glory to glory is upgrading his genetics. Mm -hmm. that, you know, like DNA looks like a scroll. Well, heavenly Jerusalem, mother Jerusalem comes down like a scroll in Revelation, which means it's a continuous upgrade mm -hmm. in your genes. So the human limitations, the, the learning limitations, the, the caps on your brain, the caps in mm -hmm. your business skills and your marketplace, all of that gets challenged by engaging in Torah and upgrading God the Father's genetics in your human genetics so you can be a true Jew circumcised of heart and not in the nationality of the old Adamic races, mm -hmm. which were the 70 root nations of the mm -hmm. Tower of Babel scattered in the days of Nimrod. Amen.
flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone, not of the first Adam, but the second Adam, Jesus Christ, a life-giving spirit. He said the wine is his blood, well, Bina is the realm of the wine. It's the realm of the throne, but it's the realm of the wine. You really get to know the emanations of Shekinah as the blood of Jesus, that which you partake by drinking the glory. It's the nourishment of your Heavenly Mother to grow your spirit, your Neshama, your Ruah, and even to nourish your Nefesh. Right? Your Nefesh needs are always going to be looking after sin unless you're nourished by your mother, the Shekinah. When you have ever, all your needs met by Shekinah, you're not going off into darkness looking for sin to meet some need that you feel like you have, some vacuum in the darkness of space of your soul that you try to fill up with sin. When there's emanations of Shekinah glory nourishing you as a child of the Father, as a child of Jerusalem, your heavenly mother, you don't feel those desires so strongly and it starts to go away. You begin to crave holiness. You begin to hunger for righteousness. And you begin to desire the will of the Father as you approach that realm of his will, as you're drawing nearer and nearer uh, to who he is on sapphire stones. And you'll notice too, the sapphire stones look like the design of DNA. But what does this have to do with enthusiasm about summer camp? I, I was excited to find out what it actually means because I wanted to know because I thought if we're on the verge of having it or not having it and it's something that you want to have, it's not even about what we want. If the angel of Shekinah wants summer camp, I was like, gosh darn it, we got to give her a summer camp because... You know, so what are you trying to tell? I was like, so what are you trying to tell me? Help me to download, upload, download. What are you trying to communicate? It's like, you ever wonder, like, is the angel of Shekinah, they're very patient. God, the Godhead is very patient. But I just wonder sometimes if it's like, we're trying to communicate with it. Why? Do, it's, it's just, oh my gosh, what does he want from me? Oh, yeah. oh, no. You know, okay. I know that's not you. I'm just talking about me. <laughs> I'm talking about somebody else, right? Somebody yeah, just else. So desperate for him that we want to be synchronized yeah. with all of his thoughts and ways, no matter what they are. Every right. day. What does Amen? he want to do? Because he always has his great purposes that we don't understand until like later on we start to get it and like, oh, that's why a year ago you gave us a specific instruction exactly what to do, and only like a year later we're like. Thank God we listened. Because we didn't know. It's like, well, it doesn't make sense. And it kind of goes against my nefesh. It kind of goes against my ruah. But you want us to be like doing this exactly this way. And then a year later, like, wow, you protected us. It is called the circumcision wow. of the new covenant of the heart. Which means that, guys, stuff is going to be cut off and peeled back and, and thrown into the lake of fire as you go from glory to glory every time and the cut always hurts it hurts Ouch. the pride it hurts the sin it hurts the lust it hurts the it hurts the ruah it hurts the ruah soul absolutely um it hurts any standard we've had that isn't the perfection of jesus christ beyond the 10 weeks so the standard of the circumcising sword of the spirit the word of god removing everything out of the heart and the mind and the actions of the realm of the earth 
it constantly challenges every aspect of, of life. It, the ultimate thing <laughs> of the sword of the Lord is to completely remove the Adamic nature, but it starts in spirit, working with all the iniquity in the world of Messiah. And this is the generation of iniquity, the right. seventh week, according to Enoch. A seventh week will appear, a day is as a thousand years. Well, you know, you're in the year of the, the seventh mm -hmm. week right now. So it's mm -hmm. going to be tremendous spiritual invisible mm -hmm. sin. And that's what Babylon the Great is. And so in that week, it, it says that tremendous iniquity will mm -hmm. be here. And in modern English, it means it literally, it translates to worst generation ever. Amen. And at the same time, it's the and the chosen will be chosen. Mm -hmm. So the best, the best and the worst coincide on this earth right now. And you can choose to be with the best because you know who the best is? Jesus. It's mm -hmm. his seed line. It's not based on your human seed line. It's not based on your human genetics. It's based on your spiritual genetics of who your father is in heaven. So as long as you make yourself available to be changed by the Holy Spirit, you come into the best of times and repent of the worst of times. The things that the Lord is going to do with Archangel Gabriel, he was showing me Gabriel today, whose lightning sword struck down all the Nephilim in the days of Noah. One angel, this is written in Jasher. One His sword angel. is scary, I've seen it. Archangel Gabriel, the messenger, also has a lightning sword. He's assigned to the rung of Yasad the moon. And mm. this mighty, mighty archangel smote all the Nephilim in the days of Noah. Killed every single one. He killed all the sons of the fallen watchers. Okay? The Lord was showing me today as the chosen are chosen and the elect are separated from sin and start to practice the the presence of God, honoring the Shekinah, honoring each other, living in the kingdom of true purity and holiness and righteousness and wisdom and start walking on sapphire stones and start living the true Christian life, separated from all the spirits of Babylon the Great, separated from all the witchcraft of the fallen angels. Then the, Gabriel is going to come down and again, guys, again, destroy the sons of Satan again. You know who the sons of the Clippeth, the sons of the sorcerers, the sons of the Satans are? They're the nation's elite and elect. These are the ones that are totally reprobate in this day. They will be cut down by the sword. There will be so much judgment, according to Revelation, that it'll even kill one-third of the earth. This isn't population control. This is angels terminating those that have used the Old Testament and the New Testament for the sorcerers of Babylon instead of the children of God. Amen. Amen. You want to know a secret about Gabriel's sword? All right. Why not? It's just a fun little detail. Uh, but if you notice, sometimes when he brings around his blue flashes, now we test every spirit, right? Because there's tons of demons that do a blue angel flash. That's actually the main thing you'll see when you're in Tiferet of Isaiah. A lot of them are blue flashes. They'll use other colors if you start to catch on. So test every spirit. Uh, and the archangels obviously will pass the test every time because they're the archangels. Amen. If they're in the kingdom of heaven, they'll pass the test. Okay. But if you notice, Gabriel's blue flashes, sometimes they're bigger blue. Sometimes there's a littler one. That littler, more defined one, I've seen his sword. 
there's a blue gemstone on the hilt of his sword. And it's, uh, sometimes you'll see that if he flashes the hilt of his sword. It's kind of like his insignia. But that lightning sword, I've seen it. I remember the first time I met like an angel out of body and I realized it was an angel. Oh, this was a long time ago. It, um, I don't think I was living in like an Ohio or something like that. I'm pretty sure I still lived like at my parents' house. But uh, I got taken to the moon and I didn't. Even, I knew it was a planet in space or something in space. And I'm more familiar with the terrain of the moon in the spirit realm now. It was the moon. I, I didn't know what it planet or space rock of some kind. It's a circular globe and there's, you know, dust and kind of rocks and all that. So I see this angel hovering, you know, a couple yards, several yards away. And I go closer somehow and then I realize, oh, it's Gabriel. You, know, you just know, right? When you're interacting with heaven, you just, you know, that knowing comes to you. And I remember thinking, I'm so glad that I'm right with God at, like, at the time. Because if I wasn't, I would be so terrified right now. He's so terrifying. And like, I know some people call him like him and his messenger angels, like the pretty boys, right? Like the pretty angels are like, you know, they have like, they look like regal. They look more kind of human a little bit, but not human. Like, it's not even right comparison, I think, because they are just angelic. They're so angelic. But you know what I mean? They don't look like a strange creature with eyeballs everywhere. Like when I met the, uh, one of the, was it the Prince of the Ophanim? Oh no, it was the, uh, the chariot. a lot of human looking features. Yeah, yeah. So Gabriel had a lot of human features. Not like when I met the chariot of the sun Ophanim and there was eyes everywhere. I had this awkward moment because it was carrying the sun. I wanted to hug it. And so I hugged it, but then I was trying to talk with it spirit to spirit. And when you're a human and you talk to humans, you try to make eye contact, right? It's proper. You're like, it's respectful. You're trying to have a good communication. And it's just, it's a good thing to do, right? You engage in eye contact. But this thing has so many eyes, I didn't know which eyeball to look at. Like, so I was like, do I just kind of like look at one for a little bit and then go arrange these eyes over here and then kind of switch it up? Like, this is my human thoughts, right? We're upgraded now since then. Now I can use my angel wings full of eyes. I, like almost as many eyes as you do, I can engage spirit to spirit. But that was before I had the transfiguration in the sun. So all I had was like my eyes, like little gingerbread man of light, trying to figure out what eyeballs to look at. Anyway, so it was just a weird cultural difference. I didn't understand, I didn't, you know, we're learning the culture of heaven. So, but when I looked at, um, Gabriel, I was like, oh man, the fear of the Lord is so strong with him. And then it reminds me of that Bible verse where it says, you know, he says, I am Gabriel and I stand. Now, if you look in the original languages and you look at rabbinical writings about this messenger angel, what it means in that language is he stands in the awe and the fear of God. And I was just like, whoa, okay. So yeah, fear of God impartation, and that's how you can receive the gospel. And so whenever you're going to the moon, you have to know the, you have to learn the gospel, right? So part of the reason, if you can't make it from Malkut to Asaya, number one, make sure Malkut is actually circumcised. You can't go from the bottom of Malkut, the mountain, to the moon. You have to ascend the rungs of Malkut, those four we talked about yesterday before you can go cosmic and when you're ready to go 
you'll need to know, you'll need to learn the gospel. And that gospel is preached by the Gabriel. The gospel of the angel flying midair. That's Gabriel. Amen. Yep. <laughs> Preaching the eternal gospel. Amen. Amen. If all you have is a church age gospel, it won't work. You won't land, you won't be on the moon, you won't be able to sustain it. So you have to learn the gospel every so, time you go up. You know, the heresy check, we need to have every pastor, preacher and teacher on the planet check their gospel with Archangel Gabriel on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz you know how much is going to burn y'all. And then we'd have such unity if everyone had Gabriel's gospel you know in the future kingdom age everyone will there'll be one gospel one eternal angelic gospel it's promised in the book of revelation it'll be like unity on the rungs of the stars of the moon and the sun and people walking into heaven with all their spirit soul mind and bodies and they're going to begin glowing and all the promises will be yes and amen when you begin to ascend with him and not just live down in the dust of the earth because it's woe to the inhabitants of the earth but blessed are they who live in the heavens revelation it is written guys cursed are they who live on the earth that's what it says but blessed are they who live in the heavenlies now we're coming into a season guys where we're gonna all live in the heavenlies we're pioneering it so you're not late you're right on time. You're right, right where you're time. supposed to be right now. And it's time to go up and populate the heavens and live in the heavens permanently, live on the rungs permanently. And then so let your light shine from the heavens that others see your good works, which is your, your white garments, your white linen, the brightness of the Shekinah of the angel of Shekinah, Mother Jerusalem of the realm you're living in, and they'll glorify your Father in heaven. You're a city on a hill. That city goes all the way up. That city becomes like an elevator. I remember Bob Jones talking about the city of Heavenly Jerusalem. It'll be like an elevator all the way to the throne of God. And I believe he knew in part all this stuff that's coming forth in Red Letter Ministries this season. That this would be the message. That this would be the teaching. And people would have to relearn everything they thought they knew. That's what he warned you about. The people that get in the way, the know-it-alls, the ones that have had all the charismatic success, you basically have to start over from scratch in the kingdom age, brand new, freshman year, initiation, get the master class, learn it all again because it's fresh and new in the kingdom age. You're going to start to understand the sapphire stones. You're going to start to understand the gospel of Archangel Gabriel, the standard of the kingdom age and the standard of the sons of God and the standard of eternity, the standard of Enoch and the weeks and all of the mystical jargon that the apostles are preaching right now is going to become very real to you. It's not just going to be head knowledge like going yep. to church on Sunday morning, hearing a good, you're going to be thinking, how do I get my eyes and my senses inside the circle of the heavenly Jerusalem to be sealed so that nothing gets scorched by sin and demons because outside the city gates, the circle gates, are the magic arts and the witches and the warlocks yeah. and the dogs. And you the don't need to go immoral. out to fight. 
You don't leave the city. Stay sealed in the city. Today they were tempting me to go out and out of the city and fight because they're taunting you like Nehemiah outside the city gates. Why don't you come down? Come out into the abyss. Come out and, and wrestle with Jannies and Jambres in the abyss. Come into the white and black magic. Why do you stay fortified within the walls of Jerusalem? Because that's the commandment. You are to stay sealed inside heavenly Jerusalem. If you ever come out of the city gates, you lose most of your protection. Your angels might protect you, but you might suffer loss. It might be really ugly. You might have devastating drama and loss. I mean, people die, and there's death everywhere. And there's all kinds of failure. There's all kinds of things that can happen. None of that can happen when you're sealed Yep. inside the city gates and the city gates are inside mother jerusalem angel of shekinah cosmic holy spirit realities amen amen don't go past those boundary stones of the holy sapphire stones amen so that's really good and uh what were we gonna tell you about oh yeah i was talking to the angel of shekinah today and, you know, we're talking about not knowing or being honest with God and un- understanding that we don't know what we think we know. This is what I love about Enoch. He literally knows it all, but he's still not a know-it-all. <laughs> Somebody write that one down in your notes. Enoch, Real humility of the Lamb of God. Yeah. You're going to share in Yadavav's omniscience and still be totally, perfectly lamb-like. You can approach him like a lamb, but it's the most powerful being in heaven. Yeah. And that's really how Jesus is. That's how the sons are. Blessed are the meek, right? Meek. (laughs) For they shall inherit the earth, it is written. I was looking at the angel of Shekinah over our bed last night, just watching, watching her, learning her dance that she does. And I like to reach out to try and, and I was just staring in awe and I was like, this is so kind of terrifying. And I was like, Man, you've killed people with your lightnings. Like, I was just looking like, man, I was like, you're amazing. You're beautiful. You are terrifying. <laughs> it's like really, this thing has killed so many Earth people. All the way up, your relationship with the Holy Spirit is light years beyond anything you could imagine when you begin speaking in tongues. Yeah. Like, the truth is, we begin to speak in tongues and we do not know the Lord. You can baptize people in the Holy Spirit and not even know the Holy Spirit more than like 1% of who the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit has so been caged by our Christianity in the charismatic Pentecostal mm-hmm. church. Do we even have room for understanding the Holy Spirit as mm-hmm. the heavenly Jerusalem? Well, Because the Holy Spirit of God is mother jerusalem and it's the only jerusalem we'll ever have for a promised land amen that's what um rick joiner saw in the torch and the sword and she was like a monument and she said that she would only be not a monument if they could honor the matriarchs and the daughters instead of just the men and the patriarchs and instead of just saying, oh, well, women are easily deceived and all the charismatic kind of like stuff that they equal rights for women, but like low key not, you know, uh, because women have a special role this time around. It's the, the seed of the woman that crushes uh, Satan under her foot. What is seed? There's a mystery in there. The seed, the seed 
is the engravings. The engravings are the seed. So it's the engravings it's of the woman. Heel of the woman. Yeah, it's the engravings Her of the woman. Up the sapphire yep. stones that That's where you get the serpent. Yeah. So the engravings are the seed, and so as you go up to Keter, you get the engraving. It's the women or the woman getting the engraving is the ability for her heel. And that heel also is represented by Netza. That's why the seventh week engraving is not on your head. It's on your it's a tattoo on your thigh. And that it continually emanates glory down to protect you from black Netza. Why? Because the firstborn mm -hmm. from the realm of the dead, Jesus Christ, your older brother, he has a tattoo right there. In the mm -hmm. book of Revelation. Now, it's not a tattoo with natural ink. It's an inscription of the Word of God, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Okay? So, this inscription of the Word of God, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, is a new amount of anointing in your walk. Because your legs are for your walk. They're also called pillars in Song of Songs. They're the pillars that lift you into the heavenlies and the divine body. Amen. And for your notes, that engraving on your right thigh uh, for Netza, mm -hmm. that you get that engraving uh, on Malkut of Absolute. So in the seventh week, on that first day of Malkut, that's the engraving of the covenant on your right thigh. And that emanates glory and it goes down your leg down to your ankle, down to your feet, down to your heel. And so you can crush Satan under your feet. Amen. As you said that, I went into a vision and I saw Job's 29. My path was laid with oil and butter. It does literally feel like that when it so drips your, down. So your whole path where you walk, it's all flooded with anointing oil. And you can physically, tangibly feel it. It's not just like some imaginary thing. Just randomly, it'll just gush. But glory will start to emanate out. And it's just a constant reminder when you feel holy, it. Holy, holy, holy. Yeah, it's a constantly reminding, like, mm -hmm. wow, my flesh is engraved. <laughs> this body belongs to God, therefore be holy. It's You're like, oh, yeah, it kind of reminds me of Toy Story, where on the bottom of a guy, he has, like, his name there, but instead of in Sharpie, it's literally with the stylus of Tiferet engraved <laughs> permanently, etched into your body. Amen? Amen. It's so nice. And, um, you know, oh yeah, what was we were talking about? Oh yeah, I wanted to know what the summer camp was. <laughs> because how can I give the angel of Shekinah, our mother, a proper summer camp? I don't even know what it is. I don't know. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is it even? You know, I was so wrong about praise. I was so wrong about worship. Everything was wrong. Didn't even know the gospel. What's next? Because the more you go up, the more you realize you just don't know anything about anything. We think we know. We don't know. Cosmic perspective. You'll have Holy Ghost Shekinah meltdown yeah. in every familiar area of your spirit, soul, mind, and flesh until yeah. there's nothing familiar anymore. And it's all just Yadivave, the divine body in you as you go from glory to glory. So if you have any comforts whatsoever, mm -hmm. get into Woo. the light and start walking with the Holy Ghost up sapphire stones. Because that's the only way to remove those dead areas. Amen. So, and the reason why it's done like that on purpose is so that by the end of it, you don't have any familiar spirits. Yeah. Exactly right. It's the only way to get out of the familiar with what? The human. 
everything that the human being is familiar with is what burns out and is circumcised out mm. of your spirit, soul, mind, and body, genetically and in DNA, to be celestial mm. cosmic Israel, living in Mother Jerusalem, angel of Shekinah, in the celestial realm. As it's written, they shall rule from the heavens over the earth with Messiah for a thousand years. Revelation 5.10, it is written. Amen. You ever look into the future to think about what kind of possible mistakes we could make in a thousand years? You know, I'm just one day at a time, sister. Yeah. Uh, I some, ask about some days that there's very, very clear blue sky. Today for me was like the most testing trial, mm -hmm. angelic surgery wrestling cosmic principalities it was the most intense day of my entire life today you guys and without the spa i mean i man i was just having a hard time it, the warfare in this cosmic realm of berea and the rung of of netza it's something else you know we've we've had a thousand battles i've done mm -hmm. them publicly i've i've warred with thousands of christian warfares in the the good christian fight of faith i have never seen anything like this in the cosmic arena it was like the coliseum of berea and oh yeah you know what? Whew, i got man. word about coliseum <laughs> today i was explaining uh today you know i've been through the coliseum in berea it's kind of it's it was always surprised me when i went to berea it was kind of surprised me i thought it's a high place it, it surprised felt like a, me an how arena built by the fallen angels in the heavens specifically for killing and hurting the saints. Yeah. So there is a, a there's a dark coliseum that you deal with in Berea. Now, when I first got into Berea, it kind of had that foreboding. I thought, is this is this the coliseum that was in the Sailor Moon song? Like I was like, is this the dark coliseum of the, you know? But um, Berea doesn't have that light of its own. There is emanations of light. There is some light there, but it is very dark until as you get the uh, circumcision then light comes through that sapphire stone. And that's how you illuminate Berea within yourself. Like your uh, inner world that dictates your outer world is your circumcision in alignment with Jesus Christ, his way, his thoughts, his actions, his word, alive, active, and working in your life, fully circumcised, fully cosmic Jew. So this um, Colosseum, the reason why these exist in the fallen realms and the worlds, this is what I was explaining to Brandon earlier today, is that the New Testament Colosseums, what they did to the people of God, the Christians, in those early days, the only reason they could have those Colosseums is because of the Colosseums above, where they murder uh, the spirit of the Christians. They murder the prophets. They murder. So... These are murderous. You can tell how yeah. they murdered the apostles in those arenas by how mm -hmm. they treat the apostolic anointing mm -hmm. on earth. So those angels mm -hmm. are already doing that in, in the heavenly realm, and we're clearing that out and, yeah. and destroying all of that. And it's a powerful mm -hmm. work. Yeah. Berea will no longer be the world of apostle murderers, right? So that's, you know, there's a lot of nasty stuff. That's why we try our best just to stay inside the sapphire stones. There is always going to be a confrontation, uh, but God's giving us the way 
and the truth and the life on sapphire stones. Amen. So we are more than conquerors. Amen. And we can do all things through Christ for those who believe. That's why we just can't give up. Remember our training and stay inside of those. Now, I believe that last, um, there is an, there's another confrontation that comes up, and I'm not exactly sure in my calculations. I don't want to talk too many military secrets mm, yeah. on the live, uh, but there are other things that we're going to be engaging in in the future world. So for our prayer team, if you could also cover us for those future worlds <laughs> and our learning about them and you know, and the, the, the possible dangers and deceptions, but also the glory, the revelations, and just having a better understanding We're really pioneering forward. both the yeah. male and the female side yep. of the 10 weeks. So, guys, mm -hmm. this is total, like, Lois and Clark here in Red Letter Ministries going up the Sephirot world after mm -hmm. world, all 10 weeks of Enoch, and we're up into the 6th and 7th worlds. And I'll tell you, when I entered into Berea and got my Neshama soul, it was more real than my Ruah soul with the evidence of speaking in tongues when I was baptized. The Holy Spirit up here is like a hundred times stronger and brighter and the divine in intelligence, the angelic intelligence, the angelic encounters, it's at least a hundredfold. Now, that whole realm of Malkut was bliss and peace beyond anything I'd ever experienced in my life. And I've been in a lot of peace and a lot of bliss and a lot of deep glory experiences in the drunken glory movement. We've seen a lot. We've been through it. I had mm. no grid for the amount of peace and bliss that I experienced on Malkut of Berea, Hot of Berea. But guys, when I thought, you know, it was all going to be just perfect peace and bliss every rung, then I confronted this rung of Netza Berea. And I'll tell you, it's warfare like I have never experienced in the confrontation, in the feelings, in the emotions, how it's orchestrated over cities and nations and events and souls. Guys, the sovereignty up here in the cosmic realm is over all the nations and controls all the nations, including all the people down there. And it is so real from this bird's eye yeah. perspective. And wrestling Be this stuff is the greatest confrontation I've ever had in my life. And we've been just going mm -hmm. after it. It's been probably like five, five mm -hmm. or six days of just attacking this thing and breaking yeah. through, passing tests and getting the senses inside the circle, learning how to stay. And this is where the teaching of the mother Jerusalem, the angel of Shekinah, how to be sealed inside the circle, inside the city. So when you see those big circles that we've shown you for the last six months, mm -hmm. that is being inside the mother yep. Jerusalem. You can't go outside of that. Outside of that is the dog and the sorcerer and the mm -hmm. practitioner of magic arts and all the sexually immoral. And you know in this perverse generation, you are completely surrounded by the sexual immoral. It is, And that is all death. That is every single one of those people is filled with demons and a lot more than you could imagine. I mean, a lot of them, especially when you're up here and you're going after cosmic righteousness, there will be principalities, powers, thrones, and dominions inside those vessels like Mr. Smith against Neo in the Matrix. They didn't send yep. a low-ranking spirit to stop Neo. It's the principalities every single time because he's going after the total annihilation of the Matrix like everyone in Red Letter Ministries mm -hmm. is going after. And so you learn how to stay safe. The Spirit of God is saying this is how you stay safe 
mm-hmm. and prosperous. Those things are t- totally important to the Spirit of God yep. that you continue to prosper in your health and your finances and you're safe inside the circle rungs of Mother mm-hmm. Jerusalem in Jesus' name. That's the seal in the forehead that you live and move and have your being in Jerusalem all the time and the enemy can't mm-hmm. touch you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The gates of hell will not prevent will not prevail against the gates of heavenly Zion. And also, everyone who's cursing us, they have to eat the fruit of their own lips now. Buy them. Amen. <laughs> there they go. Amen. Yep. So they can enjoy that. And that'll be really wonderful and righteous and just. So as we were talking to the angel of Shekinah today, there were so many signs and wonders. Even the last month, but the last few weeks, even the last days, and even today, signs and wonders about Florida. And I had a sign and wonder today about Florida summer camp. And so I'm asking the Lord again, because I don't know what summer camp, I'm not going to assume that I know what summer camp is, but it's something that the angel Shekinah has made known to us that she wants to do. This is what you want to do. How can I do this if I don't know what it is? Why is, why are some things, you know, up in the air? We have options or we, you know, but the best option is always what God wants to do, right? So I long to look into these things daily. What's on the agenda? What's hurting your feelings, God? Or what are you? What what is there? What needs organized? I feel fiery. She's burning me up right now. What what do you like to have organized today? What's on the agenda? What kind of cool like all the sim stuff? This came from talking to the angel of Shekinah, right? Revelations. What is it that you desire? Oh, what are we a potential for missing out on that you want us to to do or want us to to step into or to share? You know, because the enemy is always trying to get us to do something else, right? And the nefesh is usually just goes right over the head. So we need our consciousness to be in. If you have a ruah soul baptized in the Holy Spirit, and more fire, thank you. Your consciousness needs to be in your ruah. In your spirit, in your wind. If you've got a neshama, consciousness needs to be in a neshama. You got a chaya, you better put that consciousness in the chaya. <laughs> you better, you know. It's not like you. Sometimes we just wake up every day, and it's the same thing. Wake up, check the phone, check the email, put on the coffee or whatever it is. What do you guys? What's your nefesh routine, right? What do you guys like to do? You know, do you wake up, jet out of bed, you know? There's something that your nefesh likes. So what do we do with our Torah study? We're reprogramming our sims. So when we first wake up, Benny Hen learned this in the knowing Shekinah below is the Holy Spirit. Good, Good morning, morning, Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> so you reprogram. So as soon as you wake up, it's not like phone, phone, where's my phone? Emails. Something happened. Oh my God, what happened? You know, or like co- uh, coffee. Uh, co- I, I can't. Fo- I can't even say hello, good morning to my angels until I have a cup of coffee. Like, let's just, let's just unnefesh a little bit. Yeah. I can't even say good morning yeah. to the angels. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Yeah. After my coffee, because Chaka. I can't even talk to you right now until I have my coffee and have checked my phone. Then maybe, maybe, we'll do what you want to do, Holy Spirit. But mate, but probably not. 
Can we be real for a minute? Like everyone, I know you guys are already perfect. You don't do any of this. It's somebody else. It's always somebody else. But I try to always correct myself because if I notice myself living a mundane life, it's the mund. We talked about the this this week on Facebook. It's the mundane thoughts that are your enemies. You know what? You know what? What are your mundane thought enemies? Sim 1.0 thoughts. Thoughts, and we could add on here, check my cell phone. A little cell phone thought bubble. Coffee thought bubble. What do I need? What's happening on my calendar today, you know? Oh, I have this thing. Like, number one thing when you wake up in the morning, and it doesn't happen naturally. It's something you discipline yourself to do. You remind yourself until it becomes a habit. You put the Torah in so much that your your thoughts are continually about revelations and mysteries. And I can't wait to lay down in bed. I can't wait to go to bed and stare at the Shekinah angel. I can't wait to wake up and say good morning, you know. Oh, right. The angels are waking me up at 6 a.m. Time to pray. All right. This is exciting. Or just like, oh, I'm tired. I'd rather sleep, you know. I, I told this to some of the women because you've been getting woken up by the angels. When they wake you up at odd hours, it's to pray. It's not just to be like, wow, I woke up. Oh, that's strange. Okay, back to sleep. You know, like, mm. be sensitive. They're, they, they're trying to communicate with you. Know, you. Like Samuel in the temple, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Amen. So I was like, okay, like, I never wake up at this time. Clearly the angels are waking me up consistently at this time. Obviously it must be to pray. So I'm going to go pray, and then the word I got was psalms, so then I'm going to put the psalms on. And so you start to find these routines that might be new. New, like God might want to do a new thing with your morning routine, a new thing with your bedtime routine. I guarantee you the angel of Shekinah wants you to brush your teeth before you go to bed. I guarantee it. So if that's not already in the list, go ahead and add that to your nighttime routine. Brush my teeth. Amen shower daily those are things that you have to clean and wash the temple bare minimum take care of the outside at least your bare minimum stuff but be sensitive so if the angels are asking you to go to bed earlier if you notice that the angels are trying to wake you up earlier just notice and it's not a random thing it's not just, oh, you know, what, you know, my Sims life. Let's just be sensitive. You're, you, you're deeper than that. Oh, these you, are the Sims toggles from the <laughs> video game. Yeah. I thought these were like crystals of Mother Jerusalem or something. I get it now. Yeah. Okay. But I changed Two the colors. They're usually green. Yeah, they're usually <laughs> green. I made pink. Oh, yeah, the little toggles I made... when you pick the Sims in the video. Yeah. That's so... what we're doing. That's what we're doing, yeah. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. I get it because the Keter is up there hovering above your... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought it was, you know, my crown or something. We're just, just a Sims. Just the Sim toggle. The Sim toggle, yeah. <laughs> but I made yours, like, blue for a Nishama, and I made mine, like, for a Chaya. Just a slight variation because it's, we're making it heavenly over here. Amen. Amen. So, uh, so we're not taking things for granted. Right? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the little thing above your head, that's where you're downloading and uploading. 
There shouldn't be any witchcraft scrolls right there. Just press that for the firmware update. Ding. Press it for the firmware Ding. update. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, help Lord. Help. help I, I need to download. <laughs> there should be my Christianity uh, We need help becoming pack. game masters. Bam. Yes. <laughs> right, because the, these are, if you engaged in Torah, Torah, that is the cheat codes for life, essentially. Because you're getting to know the game maker. Amen? Yeah. So, Amen, that's true. Amen. So, yeah, because that's when the, the promises... Creator. Yeah. The promises always happen in my life because my life is pleasing to God. Oh, maybe that's a good one to write down. My life, or the promises, always come true in my life because my life is pleasing to God. That's why in old Christianity, the promises never happened in my life. So the more I studied the Bible, the more I got frustrated. Some things would happen, but most of the promises would never happen. When I got into cosmic righteousness, all my prayers started getting answered. I started meeting the princes over uh, over all angels. Like Just the other day was like the two-year anniversary when I met the prince of all the seraphim. So he goes from sometimes things work, sometimes things happen, right? Most of the time things are messed up, heartbroken, and just a disaster. To cosmic righteousness, my prayers get answered. Uh, my stuff is actually getting fixed. I'm healthier. I like all this you know, sickness and diseases getting driven out. Uh, the all any disorders, uh, blood anemia, all that kind of stuff got fixed, and, and it just continually getting better and better and better. Better health, a more sound mind. The promise is actually coming true. Breakthrough, praying for people's destinies to start happening. And, and canceling demonic assignments that they're trying to terminate someone's destiny into some false Klimpeth kind of thing and watching them get saved. And, and so it's just like, oh my goodness, like, decreeing a thing and watching it like governmentally in the nations. I mean, I, I heard that. Okay, so I then I got in this experiment. I heard a little bird told me that if I rectified a certain sapphire stone really thoroughly, like if I really learned to hate black hot and netza of like music of the enemy side so if anyone is not living a holy or righteous life an unrighteous singer if you really hate it and you really like there's a certain way you can rectify those to where you really embrace a judgment of that that you can literally set the world on fire and so i decided to really embrace that in all the songs that i would love that I have positive memories of, or I feel like it's kind of a catchy tune, I started to change my ways to really hate all the spirits using things that I normally, I wouldn't mind. It's not like a salvational issue. I just wanted to see if we could set the world on fire with the enemy stuff going on because I read about it and I found it. I was like, is this real? So I tried that and I was like, well, if God hates it, I want to hate it anyway. And I want to, I want to get a blowtorch. And then literally we're dealing with the principality of Greece and then uh, we were dealing with the Principality of Rome over Italy, and they're burning physically. We dealt with the Buddha uh, stuff, and their whole statue, their biggest statue of Buddha is literally on fire. Like, And then also, the next lesson of that, I got a visit from Archangel Michael, and a, a small instruction on how to not burn down the entire world, and you have to, the gevra and the restraint. And so we just started like, okay, you know, pray for 
you know, the protection for the innocent people. And then how to not just burn the whole... You have to make... So I have made a covenant with God that I will not burn the world. Um, burn his world. Because it's his world. You can't just, like, get the flamethrower torch and then just destroy everything. You see Jesus' disciples saying, should we call down fire upon them? Yeah, like... And he's Jesus like, <laughs> rebuked them because he wouldn't have rebuked them if they didn't have the ability to do it. Because right. they were being taught oral Torah. Tradition. Oral tradition, which right. is how to bring Shekinah mm -hmm. down from the sun upon everyone. Right. And he does want to set a lot of things on fire, but it has to be surgical. Right? You can't... That's what Gevrat means, restraint. You have to have restraint, and you have to have love for his creation. Uh, love, you know, even for the... he lo God loves the sinners. He wants to call them to repentance. There are certain people who have sold their lives out to Satan so much. God literally hates them as he hated Esau, and he wants them to burn and die. That's right. And he wants to throw them in the lake of fire with the fallen angels. Yes. And so those are the kind of enemies. That's why it's surgical. Um, I think the ones in Italy, it said there was the fires and the giant hail. When's the last time you saw the giant hail thing having to do with the Kabbalah? It was back, I think it was 2020 or 2021 when I first got into cosmic righteousness. And there was a giant sized hail, like huge balls of hail. I stood over by the window and um, whatever, you know, redirected the storm. And it only hit the certain region and the, neighbor, the, the neighboring, completely missed my neighborhood. And it only hit this region, this area of specific houses of um, just the local wicked. And it destroyed their cars and like damaged their property and things like that. So um, it's just, it has to be surgical. Again, it's not about the flashy stuff. I know some of you might hear this and get really excited. Like, I want to bring hail down. I want to burn them up. Throw them in like a fire. That's good zeal. But there's something I want you to understand about walking on sapphire stones with the Lord. He's not so much about the flashy things, right? In charismatic Christianity, God outside mind Christianity, a lot of it's desiring. I want to, I want all the kingdom age signs and wonders so then everyone will apologize for how they treated me, you know, or they can finally respect me. The kingdom age does not come with signs and wonders. It is written when you go up, it's more of a humility yeah. and you really... It's going to be a hidden thing, and it tempers you so much. It's not like every day I'm just covered head to toe in gold dust. Like I thought I'm up so many worlds now. Shouldn't I be covered in gold dust and gemstones and like raising all these graveyards from the dead? It's not that time yet. He, the when the chosen are being chosen, it's about humility, loyalty, honor. He's he's not just like opening up the the gates wide of. Hey, check it out, everybody. Not just the stuff. It's about him being right. formed anew in character mm -hmm. at a high archangel level with the matriarchs mm -hmm. and patriarchs. He's doing that on purpose to weed people out who don't really like him. They just want his stuff. I he mean, this, the standard of the cloud of witnesses becomes your normal standard of the sword that's circumcising you every single day. And it's like, what are we going to chop off today? Yeah, exactly. It's more just what else is wrong. I mean, the world of absolute is the realm of the nullification of self. Amen. And the knowledge of the absolute truth of all things. So it's just like, it's very like... So in Nesaya, yeah. that first world, you're annihilating all the iniquity of religion, rebellion, false love, pride, 
arrogance, stubbornness yeah. out of your entire spirit. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, you don't really think you have it when you're in there. <laughs> and so it's kind of a, when you get into the moon, you get in the sun, you're like, what happened? I thought I was a good Christian. You're just like, you'll be okay. Just stay inside the sapphire stones yeah. and get circumcised. You'll be okay. Man, the humility Ooh, of the man. angels is so great. Yeah. There's a hiddenness, a concealment. God hides his secrets in the glory, and kings and queens go into the Shekinah and search it out, Proverbs says. Amen. Now, I've been hearing this verse in the angel of Shekinah, heavenly Jerusalem, our mother, Ooh. for the last couple days. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I got to share it with you because it's something God hates. Now, I know we don't like to meditate on the things God hates, but inside Mother Jerusalem, everything outside her is hated. Yes. Because heaven is inside heavenly Jerusalem. Angel of Shekinah, Holy Spirit, the throne of Jesus is there. The whole divine nature is inside Mother Jerusalem. So everything outside of Mother Jerusalem is hated. And that's why it will never enter the gates. It'll be burnt up as it even tries. And that's what the circumcision is. And so we just get burnt up every day because we love the Holy Spirit more than the spirit of the world. Come on. Amen. Now, this is Proverbs 16, verses 4 and 5. The Lord has made everything to accommodate itself and contribute to its own end and his own purpose, even the wicked are fitted for their role in the day of calamity and evil. Okay? So that's today when the whole clippeth and the sons and the daughters and the darkness and the sin and the sinners, read Enoch, read one Enoch, it is final judgment upon sin, sinners, and the father of sin, he who sinned in the beginning, Satan and his angels. And all of it is for the day of calamity and total destruction proverbs 16 4 now proverbs 16 5 says everyone proud and arrogant in heart is disgusting these are those that reject the circumcision in the world of Messiah. so we read about those that are fit for destruction in the day of evil and the holy spirit explains what that is who is fit for destruction everyone who is proud and arrogant of heart Anyone not circumcised of heart is disgusting, hateful, and exceedingly offensive to the Holy Spirit. That's what it says here. Proverbs 16, 5, 5 Amplified Classic. Everyone proud and arrogant in heart is disgusting and hateful and exceedingly offensive to the Holy Spirit, angel of Shekinah, Mother Jerusalem. So be assured, Amen. I pledge it, they will not go unpunished. But I'm not going to end there. So there will be total wrath of the Lamb towards everything outside of Mother Jerusalem, Angel of Shekinah. But those sealed in their foreheads with Angel of Shekinah, Mother Jerusalem, this is what he has in store for you. Mercy and love. Verse 6. Mercy and love. Truth and fidelity to God and man. Not by sacrificial offerings, but iniquity is purged out of your heart by the reverential fear and worshipful fear of the Lord. Then men depart and avoid evil. 
They apart, they depart from and avoid evil in the reverential, worshipful fear of the angel of Shekinah. Now, where's angel of Shekinah? It's written in Peter. And if the spirit of Shekinah is upon you, then you are persecuted as a Christian. That's what it says. It is written. The word spirit there is angel of Shekinah. That is mother Jerusalem, the promised land above and mm -hmm. below as Israel indeed. Amen. Amen. That's so thick with the glory. Pleasing to the Holy Spirit. Bible verse reading glory. Also known as engaging in Torah. You see how glorious these little bubble options are? These are much better. We are grateful to live in the angel of Shekinah. Amen. We are grateful now by our faith, mm -hmm. activated by hearing the word, to realize what living in Mother Jerusalem is. Mm -hmm. You have heard it said that the Holy Spirit is a brooding mother hen. For the Spirit of God was brooding over the chaos in the beginning. Genesis 1. The word brooding there is in the female. So the first mention of the Holy Spirit in Torah, Genesis chapter 1, is a reference to the Holy Spirit in female terms. Now, the last reference of the Holy Spirit, this is so precious. <laughs> the last reference of the Holy Spirit in the book of Revelation of Jesus Christ is the Holy Spirit as Mother Jerusalem. Mother Jerusalem. Amen. Your mother, Jerusalem, the same one brooding over the chaos, getting the chaos out of our lives, the disorder, the sin, the transgression, the iniquity, the lust, the pride, all the wrongdoing, all of it circumcised out. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is your Savior from beginning to end. Then you are saved from hell. You're saved from arrogance. You're saved from pride, stubbornness, witchcraft, and sorcery. You're saved from the fallen angels. You're saved mostly from yourselves. Amen. Saved for what? Saved for service to be volunteers before the king's throne. Now, I have brought, guys, I've been in ministry, glory ministry, since 2006. I have literally brought thousands of people into the Shekinah glory. I will tell you the truth most up until this point did not want to serve the man on the throne jesus they wanted the glory for themselves they wanted the glory for their finances they wanted the glory for success they would go into the glory steal from the king of glory just like they did in his first coming for judas had access to the treasury and so he was stealing from it. So they still steal from him today by going into his glory as Christians with Ruah souls and then using it outside the gates mm -hmm. for their own personal ministry to build up a name, to mm -hmm. do all these things, that and the other thing. Yeah. Guys, I have stood faithfully inside the gates of heavenly Jerusalem to see who will serve the king of glory, who will come into the glory not to just become something in themselves, but to become something for the king. Because the ultimate test is, when all these upgrades happen, what are your intentions? You to have, have to die to self. What are your intentions with all the things of God? What is your intention in Christ? Is it for you, your family? Listen, guys, 
That's what the devil is. The devil's a thief that steals the things of God for his fallen angel families. They are. They're like seven mountains of demons and under principalities of the Klippeth. And they have sons and daughters that are sorcerers over all nations, counties, states, and cities. And they're all going to be anathema in the lake of fire. But their nature is to steal from the glory of God. So when Christians do that, even though they speak in tongues, have ruah souls, they align themselves under the Klippeth, mm-hmm. even in the glory. So the highest treason is going into Mother Jerusalem, going into the angel of Shekinah and using the things of Shekinah for selfishness instead of selflessness. So make sure the main thing and all the upgrades you ever get from heaven are for serving the God of heaven and the King, Jesus Christ, on the throne, and His Father, and our Father. Then the upgrades are always in joy and never in sorrow, because the sorrow comes from the selfishness stealing the things of God. But the joy comes from serving the Lord, as is written, enter the joy Mm. prepared for you. Why? Because you are good and faithful in your service. Good and faithful Mm. servants are good and faithful in your service, to the throne of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All nations must serve the Lord. I could hear that song on loop today from the summer camp songs. All nations must serve the Lord. And that brings me back to my question to the angel of Shekinah. I asked today because I was experiencing the angel of Shekinah. What is summer camp? What is it? Can you tell, what is it? And this is what I was told. Okay. The summer camp is praise it's music it's you singing the songs and i said what songs <laughs> i want to know what is it why is it all this stuff about the ruth heflin this and that what is summer camp what does this even mean why is it important i don't need to know everything i just i need to know at least what it is generally so that i can do it uh, enough so that it would be satisfactory to the angel of Shekinah. Amen. Because I really want to know. Genuinely want to know. What is it? Do I st- chirp like a bird and do the chicken dance five times? Click your what heels together? What is it about even asking that question <laughs> that is so loaded with glory? <laughs> what is summer camp? <laughs> yeah, what is summer camp? Maybe because it's so important. That's what summer camp is. And so the angel of Shekinah told me what it is. So I thought I would tell you what it is because it's one of our bubbles on here. So it's your praise singing along. The vision that she was showing me was a lot of it's involved with standing up and, and singing, but it is singing music that was created or sung by a Zadik or Zadikim with knowledge and experience of the Holy Kabbalah, Jacob's Ladder. And then it popped in my brain. I was like, oh, that's why you want the Ruth Heflin songs while we're standing up singing them out loud because it's music that was created or sung by a Zadik or Zadakim with knowledge and experience of the Holy Kabbalah, Jacob's Ladder. And I was like, okay, I get it. That's summer camp. That's what summer camp is. That's it. So the, Amen. the reason why 
the reason why the Angel of Shekinah is mentioning that is because currently that's the only summer camp music in existence right now. Uh, it, until you guys go up and somebody makes new music. It, yeah, music on the sapphire stones. Music with celestial revelations. Music mm -hmm. within the Angel of Shekinah in the Mother Jerusalem yeah. above. Yeah, because right now on the earth, those songs are the only ones in existence on the earth that are music that was created or sung by a Zadik or Zadikim with knowledge and experience of the Holy Kabbalah, Jacob's Ladder. It's super rare. It makes a huge difference. It really does. So, you know, maybe we'll try to get some more like variations of the different songs. We're not singing the same three songs in a row. But on that note, as I'm taught, like literally this is a topic this week and I got my answer today. We talked about today and as we're scootering in the glorious glory, full of Shekinah glory, I saw a license plate. It said beach camp. Florida! We had so many signs and motors for Florida, like constantly lately. I was like, beach camp, beach camp. Florida, that's what we're doing in the background on our show with the beach. God wants to do Arlem, Florida. Yeah. Beach camp. Beach and, camp. And this is so different. Um, the prophecy is too. It's establishing the standard of the upper yes. Garden of Eden as the standard available for all believers and followers mm -hmm. of Jesus Christ in the entire world. There is now teaching in righteousness to accurately walk up the sapphire stones and live in the upper garden of Eden all the time. So it's establishing the upper beach of Eden as the standard in Christians' lives. Amen. Right, because that's the problem with Floridians. They don't know what the beach is. They don't know how to beach. You got lower beach, but, you know, they have poison all the time they, there's problems there's oil spills there's all you know strange algae that smells like rotten eggs let that be i mean stop. the things of the earth are a theater for the things in the supernal worlds so when you go up the Amen. supernal worlds you correct malkut of Asaya. and hardly any believer knows that yet only the sorcerers learned that in secret societies of the Klippeth. Now it's time for the Christians to learn it in righteousness because Jesus mm -hmm. Christ is greater than the sorcerers of Babylon. And until we raise a standard on the sapphire stones, the corresponding stones will not be consumed. But as you rise upon them at that rung, they are consumed. I want to do beach camp. <laughs> I feel so heavy kavod right now. On the beach camp, glory. Yeah. I want to learn. We have precious sister uh, Sean tuning in from Florida. Says, beach camp, I want to learn to beach. Amen. Glory. Amen. We're going to learn how to beach in the supernal <laughs> realms of glory with our mother Shekinah, mm -hmm. heavenly Jerusalem, for her not to be just a monument anymore, but a movement. The Garden of Eden is inside the Holy Spirit. When you know the Holy Spirit in the heavens as the angel of Shekinah, <laughs> you go into the upper garden of Eden. And that sand is gold. Mm. Which means you're... You know what? You know, let's talk about a mystery. You know how 
in the sand of time, in a lower world of Asaya, you have Nefesh. You have those layers, Nefesh, Ruah, and then Neshama is like, they call it, you know, the highest soul level. Besides the other secret ones that are higher than that. <laughs> but it's like Nefesh, Ruah, and then Neshama. You know, like, oh, like a spark of the flame of the throne of God descending upon you, changing your life forever. And it's just overwhelming and amazing. <laughs> well, if the upper garden of Berea is gold also representing the neshama that becomes your new baseline that's basically like your new nefesh is neshama because you put your whole consciousness into the neshama how is that the new baseline right from the from the bottom you had those three nefesh ruah neshama now you're in the upper garden and you basically start over in a way you still have all the other layers right you don't get rid of them you don't send them away they still get the same rights right they get same bare minimum rights and more rights you know more love more glory but you're in the upper garden now you live in your neshama that's the golden sand so instead of the sands of time the flesh life it's the new baseline so that's your new baseline you basically feels like you're kind of starting over in the upper worlds because then you have neshama chaya and yachita so yeah, that's the three. You have the three below and the three above, but the one that's below and above is the is the neshama, because it's your new baseline. It's the golden sands. It's modeled after the Holy Spirit because in the earth you have the spirit, the water, and the blood, and then in the heavens you have the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. What's the one that's below and above? The dove. That's why it's you know you talk about the pigeon. You talk about Yona. It's the same word. You talk about the the dove, the pigeon of the neshama. You have that below and above, and so you can relate to the Holy Spirit from not just ruah, which ruah is more eagle, to be honest, and neshama is like the pigeon or the dove. So First John five, three on earth, Holy Spirit, water and blood, three in heaven, Holy Spirit, the Word and the Father. So why aren't the blood and the water up in the heavens? Why? Because those bloods, that blood and that water of Jesus of Nazareth on earth is for the cleansing of the lower under the sun creature, for the nefesh creature. To your conscience and your conduct, your behavior, your actions, your deeds are holy to the Lord set apart. Because once you're in the above world, above the sun, the blood in the water is different there. It's the sapphire blood. And he's speaking... You're in his cosmic blood and his cosmic flesh, mm -hmm. which is the word of God. Amen. And for those of you who are Torah scholars, for your notes, he's speaking right now from his spirit of the supernal sun, which is the Tiferet, which is the world of Yetzirah. So we're talking about Yetzirah and below, and Yetzirah and above. Again, that's the supernal sun. Each realm... Or each world has its Malkut through Keter, which includes Tiferet, but he's speaking mysteries of the supernal sun. Amen. And so our job down here is to get sealed inside Mother Jerusalem. So 
I want everyone to say, Mother Jerusalem, Holy Spirit, whatever it takes to seal me inside your walls, please wash me in your wash basin and please burn me at your altar so I be cleansed to live inside you, angel of Shekinah, Mother Jerusalem. So we're looking at the temple and it's all gold, learning how to live in the heavenly Jerusalem in reality all the time. And so outside the temple, understand in Solomon's temple, wash basin, and there was 10 wash basins and one big, huge sea, a bronze sea. And then from the bronze sea, there was 10 different smaller wash basins representing all the divine points of the Sephirot, washing you to go holy into the heavens. You have to be washed to go into the heavens, to go into the, to go cosmic, as Apostle Rebecca calls it. To go cosmic, you had to be washed and you had to be cleansed in fire. Those were symbolic in the Old Testament. Now they are literal in the fire of the Holy Spirit and in the water of the Holy Spirit, born of the Holy Spirit and water, then the baptism of fire. That all happens on earth before you go cosmic. Okay? So outside of heavenly Jerusalem, you're still in the wash basins and in the fire. So for everyone that desires to be sealed in mother Jerusalem in their forehead with all their economy, all of their, their interactions, their life, their family, their entire existence, your whole eternal life can live inside Mother Jerusalem the day you're born again. Literally that day. As it's written, these ones were born in Zion. In the future, people literally be born inside heavenly Jerusalem. Truth anyhow. We're not going to have the same curse forever. It is gone away. As it's written, death shall be swallowed up in victory. So we're learning how to transition with great wisdom now so we can be sealed in the heavenly Jerusalem right now. So the curse doesn't last any longer. It doesn't linger another generation. We have enough wisdom in the apostles and prophets of this generation to end the curse of the fall on our watch. And we're not going to miss our time. We're going to accomplish everything God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ have given for us to do during these times. And it will take a people that understand this mystery of the mother Jerusalem and the wash basin and the altar of fire. Because what you people are being challenged in in all the earth is to be washed and cleansed in fire. To present yourself on the mountain of the Lord, which was denied the Lord God Almighty in the Old Testament, and they died in the wilderness. That's also mentioned a second time in the book of Hebrews, which is the Leviticus. It's the Leviticus of the New Testament. Hebrews is the Leviticus of the New Testament, which means you also, after you're born again, are offered the mountain. But you can still die in the wilderness. How do we live on the mountain? How do we live in holiness in the Shekinah glory even on the earth? Through the water and through the fire. Then we present ourselves on the mountain. And as we're presented on the mountain, the Holy Spirit is our judge and she begins to seal us in our forehead, in our hearts, in our minds. And you'll have a company of people already sealed with heavenly Jerusalem in their forehead to help you live 
in the kingdom of heaven, in the promised land. Amen. And it will turn out to be a great company. And soon, like Bob Jones prophesied, it'll be like a whole elevator of people just going up and living on the stars. Remember, that was Bob's last prophecy on God TV with Rick Joyner. My generation was the Stone Age. Why? Why Stone Age? Only on the earth. Your generation, us here now, is to live on the stars. That's what he said, word for word. We have the whole video clip in the Red Letter Ministries YouTube if you need to watch it. It's the truth anyhow. This is how you live in the rungs of the stars and get sealed there. And when you get sealed there, you're living in the promised land of Mother Jerusalem all the time. Now your behavior, your words, your conduct, all of it is cosmic. All of it is angelic. All of it is wise. And it will be multiplied to everything down below. You're fulfilling the verse that says, They shall rule and reign with me over the earth not on the earth woe to the inhabitants of the earth but over the earth but blessed are they who inhabit the heavens revelation says you're blessed when you inhabit the heavens but woe to the inhabitants of earth it's all about the elevations and we're teaching you how to ascend and remain in jesus name amen amen you're gonna be a witness of righteousness as it's written in the book of Enoch, witnesses of righteousness. And we have now two witnesses alive in the flesh who have also witnessed that the most important thing for that final wave, the end of all things, is the cord of righteousness. The angelic witness of the cords of righteousness for the end of time. It's the most valuable thing you will ever have. Righteousness. And witnesses, well, how do you grow to be a witness of righteousness on the earth? You learn the witnesses, the three witnesses, the spirit, the water, and the blood. And you let them cleanse you from within. God inside mindedness. And then you go up. What is a witness in the heavens? Will you be a witness of righteousness in the heavens? To shine like the brightness of the firmament, to shine like the stars forever leading many to righteousness. How? By being a witness of righteousness. To become a witness in the heavens, you must learn from the three witnesses that are established in the heavens. The Father, the Son, and the Spirit. To know the witness of the Holy Spirit in the heavens or in the cosmos is to know the angel of Shekinah, heavenly Jerusalem, our mother. That is why it is the Ima or the mother, Bina, Berea. You learn in that world, the witness of the heavenly mother of Jerusalem, the realm, the world of the throne, the realm of understanding. And then you know the witness of the sun in the realm of absolute, the word of God in the heavens, in the cosmos. To walk through the world of absolute, is to learn to know Jesus Christ in the cosmos, the Son of God. That is why it is where you learn the absolute truth. It's the realm of light, the emanations of light. In his light, you see all light. Light that is no light and light that is true light, pure light. And if you've seen him, you've seen the Father. And in the world, of Adam Kadmon in that eighth week of Shekinah glory in that world is the world in which you 
learn and know the witness of the Father himself. It is to know the Father in the cosmos. Then you will know him. You will know the Father. The world of his name. And if you go up even beyond that into a realm that's almost imperceivable, even from the seventh week, he holds his word above his name. And there you will know the word of God. That's the ninth week law. Or Einsaf. That is the week in which you will know the word of God in the cosmos. The original world that created all worlds. And in that lofty realm, in that tenth week of worlds, you will see the crowns of Torah. The crowns of the world to come, where that letter Shin no longer has three strokes, it has four. Why? Because it's of that world above where sin will never be mentioned again. The large letters of the written Torah of the world to come in the perfection without sin. The crowns of the word of God, knowing the crowns of the word of God in the cosmos. And in that high and lofty realm in the eleventh week, weeks beyond imagination, beyond fathoming to the human mind. It'll take a transfigured body to fathom all of that, and guess what? You'll have one. If you ascend that high, he's prepared a heavenly body for you. Philippians 3. Nice just to look at it. Sometimes it's a little hard to say things as you are describing earlier today. Mm. Those things that you see <laughs> in the spirit. And you just want to look into that realm. Even if you don't do anything else but look. Gazing into glory. Gazing into the angel of Shekinah. Peering into those realms and those worlds. Running and returning as the angels. As your consciousness goes up into lofty realms. You bring back mysteries. It's a healthy thing to look to him. And in that lofty place above the form, above the crowns, he holds his word above his name. You will see not only crowns, but the soul of the word of God in the cosmos. That which gives it life and meaning, the power, the depth of his ability to create, to give, to receive. It 
is perfection. And just a little bit higher. If I can look just a little higher. In that 12th week. I might just be permitted to speak just to look and see. A song of songs. Since before the universes were created, before the beginning of time, there she was dancing. It's a song of songs that goes through and is embedded into and throughout all of the cosmic Torah of God. Even into this world of Isaiah, in which we live and move and have our being, in Him, that song permeates even to this rung of Malkut of Isaiah. It's so strong. When you understand that connection to the emanations of Shekinah as that circuitry, an unbroken connection to the thoughts of holiness, emotions and feelings of holiness, awareness of holiness, as the substance of Shekinah, the substance of faith, the substance of love, the substance of purity, which is wisdom. You'll see that it's a song, an unbroken fellowship with the Word of God made flesh, the Word of God within you. Unity, peace with God, righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. He is the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. He is the cutter of the twelfth week of the supernal government of the upper worlds and worlds without end, and he is the perfect Malkut of Isaiah, perfect gemstone. He is the beginning and end of the emanations of Shekinah. Amen. beginning and the ending of the emanations of Shekinah. Amen. That's truly what this ministry is sent from the presence of God to complete during your generation. The endings of Shekinah and the finishing the capstone of the building of the house of all the apostles and prophets, kings, priests, and judges before us. And so when you partner with Red Letter Ministries, that's what you're supporting. When you tithe and bring offerings into this ministry, it is for the finishing of the house of Shekinah. Greater shall be the latter house than the former house. Partner with the building of the latter house of Shekinah. Deuteronomy 12.6 There you shall bring your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, the contribution of your hand 
your votive pledged vowed offerings, your free will voluntary offerings, and the firstborn of your herd and your flock, the best of all you make in the marketplace, to give it into the latter house of the building of his Shekinah glory. You can click the link in the description, go to the donation page, and give your offerings and your sacrifices to the latter house of his Shekinah endings, the beginning and the ending of all Shekinah glory in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. I want to encourage you, those who are watching, to make a generous donation as well toward the beach camp. Do you feel that glory of the desire of the angel of Shekinah to establish RLM, Florida? There are needs we have to go and spy out the land, establish the roots, going to Florida to punch a hole through the atmosphere and break it open over the state of Florida so that our pioneers in Florida can be like pillars in the temple of our God and uphold a permanent place. So there are many things that need to happen. There are costs associated with that. So as the Holy Spirit of Shekinah glory moves your heart to generosity, just give at the give link listed below and let that beach camp glory the oil of joy of the oil of glory the holy spirit the angel of shekinah let the desire of the godhead come forth to do the will of god in the earth by your generous hand by your generous offerings thank you bless you guys we'll see you tomorrow good night